Well, thanks, friends. Good afternoon. Uh, it really is a joy to be with you guys. Uh, if you have a Bible with you, uh, you can turn, flip in or turn on, if you're looking on a cell phone, uh, to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Uh, this morning we're going to look at a really short but incredibly sweet part of Paul's first letter. Now, this is a church that Paul planted and loved. But at the time of him writing this, this is a, also a church that he was now separated from and unable to get back to to visit. Now, before I read, let's, let's remember how this church started. It's good to know the history of this church. Now, you don't have to turn there, but Acts 17 tells us how this church started. So Paul comes into Thessalonica and he starts preaching and some people believe in Jesus. But like many places, many people also got very angry at Paul. But I love this story of the starting of this church because when an angry mob comes to get Paul, a remarkable thing happens. Now, listen, I'm just going to read a couple of verses from Acts 17, verse 6, 7, and then to 10 to give you the background of where this church came from. And when the mob could not find Paul and Silas, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city authorities shouting, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. And Jason has received them. And they are all acting against the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Jesus. And when the authorities had taken money as security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. And the brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. Did you catch what happened there? When the mob comes, who hides Paul and Silas and the other missionaries and then gets publicly humiliated and fined because of it? 
这些市井匪类来的时候呢，是谁把保罗他们呢，就是收藏起来，然后呢，这个人呢，收留的这个人呢，反而要被这个在公共场所呢被侮辱。It's this young church. 就是这一个刚刚信主的信徒。It's a some guy named Jason, and the brothers are willing to sacrifice their reputation and even money to protect the people who just brought them the gospel. This person's name is Jason. He just came to the church, and he doesn't care about his reputation. It's not hard to understand why Paul loves this church so much. So, if we know this background, we know why Paul loves this church. And it's not hard to understand why it's so painful for him to be away from them and not able to get back to see them. 那我们也可以理解为什么呢？保罗没有办法到他们当中去的时候呢，是这么痛苦的一种感受。Well, with that as the backdrop, listen as I now read First Thessalonians chapter two. 那刚刚那样子的一个背景呢，我们现在就跳到铁萨罗尼加前书第二章 ，verses seventeen to twenty. 那经文是经节是在十七节到二十节。But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face, because we wanted to come to you. I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. 弟兄们，我们暂时与你们离别，是面目离别，心里却不离别。我们极力的想法子，很愿意见你们的面，所以我们有意到你们那里。我保罗有一两次要去，只是撒旦阻挡了我们。For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus at His coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and joy. 我们的盼望和喜乐，并所夸的冠冕是什么呢？岂不是我们主耶稣来的时候，你们在他面前站立得住吗？因为你们就是我的荣耀，我们的喜乐。All right, well, if you're taking notes today, I'm going to give you what I think is the main idea of this passage. 那如果说你们是有这个写讲道笔记的这个习惯的话呢，我给你们一个今天的大纲。Well, just one brief sentence that will then focus our time around the rest of our our our, our afternoon together. 一个非常简短简简单的一句话哈，然后呢，我们等一下要讲的这些内容就是从这句话衍生出来的。The main idea is this. 主题是 Christians work hard for fellowship because it's worth the work. 那这一个主题就是说，基督徒呢，他们极力的要来团契，因为这是值得拥有的。Well, that's we're going to break that down into our two points this afternoon for our sermon. 那从这个大标题下面呢，我们会有两个小主题。So first, Christians work hard for fellowship. 所以第一，这个大标题是基督徒呢非常极力的要拥有团契。We see this in verse seventeen and eighteen. 这个就是在十七节、十八节里面可以看到。Well, in these first few verses, we get a, a sort of a commentary of what's happened since Paul was unexpectedly taken away from this young church. 那我们在读这两节的时候，可以看到，其实保罗呢，他是在不情愿的这样子的情况下，跟他的这个弟兄姐妹分离。And in it, we see that even though he's gone, his heart for this church has only grown. 虽然说呢，他并没有在这个教会里面，反而对这个教会的爱心呢越来越多。And it seems like he he's actually willing to sacrifice anything to just get back to them. 而且好像呢，他愿意呢，无所不用其极的要回到这个教会里。But despite his strongest efforts, 
he's unable to return to this church that he deeply loves. 不管他怎么想法子，他还是没有办法去到他心里面所爱的这个教会。But Paul knows that even though fellowship doesn't come easy with this church, it's way too precious of a thing to give up on when things get hard. 那保罗他也知道，虽然呢要去这个教会不是这么容易，但是呢这个教会是宝贵到让他不愿意放弃。So in these first two verses, I think Paul gives us three ways in which Christians work hard for fellowship. 那在十七节、十八节里面呢，我看到了三个保罗给我们的重点，让我们知道为什么基督徒这么极力的想要保有团契。First, Christians work hard for fellowship in all circumstances. 那我们知道，在不管任何情况里面呢，基督徒都要极力的拥有团契。Look again at verse seventeen. 那我们再看十七节。Paul says that he was literally torn away from this church. So, 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 Uh, he wanted to create like a, a greenhouse for this young plant. He 似乎呢就好像是看到这一些刚刚信主的基督徒的时候呢，在一个温室里面一样。And to do that, he he wanted to stay in Thessalonica. 所以呢，他也想要留在铁萨罗尼加城。He wanted to teach this church. He 他想要在这个教会做教导。He wanted to see the church establish elders. 他甚至想要看见教会里面有长老制。And maybe even plant other churches. 甚至从这个教会还可以出去开拓另外一间教会。Well, Paul never got to build that greenhouse. 可是呢，保罗却没有真的把这样子的一个温室的计划盖造起来。But his vision for this church remained the same. Verse seventeen: We were torn away from you, brothers, in person, but not in heart. So, seventeen, he said, "Although we are physically apart, we are still apart." The circumstances changed, but Paul's heart for these people never did. I think it's encouraging to notice here that circumstances didn't define Paul's love or lack thereof for this church. So I think it's encouraging to notice here that circumstances didn't define Paul's love or lack thereof for this church. Circumstances surrounding your church are going to continue to change. 你要知道，在教会里面产生的一些状况呢，其实都有一天会改变。I mean, two years ago, none of us anticipated a, a global pandemic. 两年前，从来没有人知道我们会有一个全球性的这个疫情。And who knows what the next two years are going to bring in the circumstances surrounding this church? 这么说的话，我们怎么能够想到两年之后会有什么样子的情况改变呢 ？But regardless of what circumstance you as a church find yourselves in. 那不管是怎么样子一个状况 
God intends you to work hard to protect and to cultivate the fellowship within this church. The fellowship that Christ has purchased through his life, his death, and his resurrection. If Christ died for our fellowship, difficult circumstances are not a threat to us. Difficult circumstances are an opportunity to live out the gospel with one another. To forgive and to work hard to fight for fellowship with each other. Christians fight for fellowship in all circumstances. The second way Paul shows us this is that Christians work hard for fellowship over time. Now, we don't know exactly how much time has passed from the, the start of this church in Acts 17 uh, until Paul wrote this letter. But if we look at verses 17 and 18, we know that Paul didn't just kind of try once to get back and then just kind of throw his hands up and say, I give up. Look again at verse 17 and 18. He says, We endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face because we wanted to come to you. I, Paul, again and again. He was persistent in working to get back to them. Uh, our hearts are often revealed over time. And for Paul, time only shouted of his love for these Thessalonians. The pursuit of fellowship, of working to encourage other Christians, of working to strengthen each other's faith, of discipling one another, it's not something that happens quickly. It's not something that looks cool for one second, and then a moment later it is nowhere to be seen. No, discipling one another happens month after month and year after year. As time goes by, time should reveal again and again that we're pursuing one another in love. Again and again, we're forgiving one another as we sin against each other. 
Again and again, we're praying for each other and bearing each other's burdens. 那我们要不断的呢，一起来担待彼此的重担。And again and again, we're seeking to cultivate a genuine fellowship within this church. 然后不断的要在这个教会里面呢，来培养一个真诚的团契。I mean, friends, just just step back and think a minute about your relationship with God. 那我们自己来想一想，我们跟上帝的关系。If you're a Christian, what has time revealed about your relationship with God? 那身为一个基督徒，时间怎么样来显出你跟上帝的关系啊 ？Out of God's great love, He has chosen not just to forgive your sins once. 那我们知道，从上帝的大爱里呢，神不只是一次的饶恕了你。But He's chosen to never leave or forsake you. 他反还反而还选择呢，不离开你，不离弃你。Through Christ, He has chosen forever fellowship with you. 那透过基督呢，他就选择了要永远的跟你有这样子的一个团聚的关系。His love is demonstrated to you again and again as He forgives your sins. 那上帝呢，不断的来饶恕当中，让我们看见他向我们彰显的爱。And as He welcomes you back as His child. 然后甚至呢，像小孩子一样呢，邀请欢迎你回到他的这个怀中。In the same way, over time, we are to work hard in loving one another. 那相同的道理，我们呢，在彼此相爱这当中呢，也要如此去行。Within a church, we love again and again because He first loved us again and again. 在教会里面，我们要一而再、再而三的去爱，是因为耶稣不断的爱。The third way that I think Paul shows us how Christians work hard for fellowship is that Christians fight a spiritual battle for fellowship. 那第三个呢？我觉得呢，保罗告诉我们说，我们一定要极力想法子来这样子的保有一个团契，是因为我们基督徒正在打一场属灵的征战。Now we know the circumstances around Paul's departure from Thessalonica. 那我们知道，当时保罗呢，他必须要跟在铁萨罗尼加教会的这个弟兄姐妹们分离。But we don't really know why he's not able to get back. 我们不知道为什么他没有办法回去。We don't know if it was a a military something or some individual persecutor. 是不是有一些军事的封锁啊，或者是有一些个人的逼迫的缘故，他不能够回去？不知道。But we know that Paul's fight for fellowship was not just with flesh and blood. 那我们知道保罗极力想法子要回去到这样子的一个团契当中呢，并不是一个属血属肉的这样子的情况而已。No, his fight for fellowship was actually with the enemy himself. 那其实呢，他这样子的一个征战呢，就是。In verse eighteen, he says Satan hindered us. 那在十八节，他有提到说是撒旦阻挡了我们。Now, friends, don't miss the theological significance of that tiny little phrase. 那这样子短短的一句呢，我们不要忘记了一个和这个呃这个的神学的一个这个定义在这里面哈。Satan hates Christian fellowship. Satan has an active interest in in dispersing and separating the gathering of God's people. Satan 最喜欢做的事情呢，就是要来分散所有基督徒聚集的这样子的一个势力。I mean, just think that this is what Satan has always done from the very beginning. 从一开始，撒旦就一直在做这样子的事。In Eden, 在伊甸园里面 ，Satan never even acknowledged Adam. 
Rather, he sought to separate even Adam from her, or Eve from her husband, so as he tempted her to sin. Like a tiger who knows that it's much easier to, to pounce on a lonely straggler, Satan loves to separate God's people. 就好像一只这个老虎要去掠食的时候，他一定会去找那种落单的动物。仇敌也是如此。But why does Satan hate the fellowship of God's people so much? 为什么这个仇敌这么讨厌基督徒聚集在一起啊？Well, think to what Paul says about in Ephesians three, verse what displays, as Paul says, the manifold wisdom of God to rulers and authorities even in the heavenly places? Is it an individual Christian? Is it an individual missionary? No, Paul says it's the church. God's people gathered around God's word. Pursuing one another in love. And seeking to build up each other's faith in Jesus. That is what declares the glory of God throughout the entire world. Of course, Satan is going to try to hinder that. I mean, in the church, you have people like all of us who really don't have a reason to love each other. Except because of Jesus, we are working hard to love each other. Uh, you have people who were loving their life of sin. But in the church, they're now fighting together to put that sin to death. See, within the church, we display that Satan's power is not ultimate. And he hates that. But God loves it. You know one of my favorite things about preaching? It's that for a few minutes, I have one of the greatest views in the entire world. Uh, I mean, from this spot, be it in Taiwan, Texas, or Thailand, I have the best view of God's most spectacular work. His people. 那这个观点就是他的子民, 
但是最重要的是呢，有一群的人聚集在这个教会里面呢，是被神的爱完全的改变，然后呢被造。and God intends for you to work hard to cultivate the fellowship that He created. So just two brief points of application here. First, get to know each other's testimonies. One of the best ways to fight for fellowship is to remember how God has brought each of you out of darkness and into his light. Nothing is going to create in you a love for a brother and sister more than when you hear about God's love for that person. So this week, find a brother and sister of City Light Church and ask them a simple question. How did you become a Christian? And then have them ask you that same question. There's no better way to cultivate genuine fellowship within this church. Second point of application is for you if you're here and you're not a Christian. If you're here and you're not a Christian, welcome. Uh, most of what we've talked about so far probably sounds really strange. I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy who wrote a letter to a group of people about 2,000 years ago. Uh, but let me tell you, the love that Paul had for this church is the same love that these people here at City Light tried to have with one another. A love that doesn't come from themselves. A love that comes from being loved by God who created us. And who has forgiven us. Even though we've sinned against him, he was willing to send his son to live the life that we were supposed to live. And then die the death that we all deserve to die. 
so that in his death we can be forgiven. And in his resurrection we can have hope of a real and eternal life. That if we repent of our sins, we can actually have this love from God. I'd encourage you, one of the best things you could ever do is talk to a, a member of City Light Community Church or one of the elders after the service. There's nothing they would rather do than tell you about the love that they have experienced from God through Christ. Well, this brings us to our, our second point this morning. We'll look at verses 19 to 20. Christian fellowship is worth the work. See, until this point, we, we've seen Paul's desire and his effort, but we haven't really seen his motivation. I mean, of course, we understand that he wants to get back to these people, but it, is it really worth it? I mean, what does Paul really get out of this? Well, Paul's motivation is, is actually a bit surprising. Yeah. He doesn't say, I do it all for the glory of God. He doesn't say, I count my life as nothing for you, you good Thessalonians. No, he actually says, I do it all because I get something pretty sweet. I get joy. When Jesus returns to bring you home as his people, I get joy. For Paul, working hard for Christian fellowship is worth the work because the payoff is joy. And this point, I think we can see this in two ways. First, there is joy in helping people know Jesus. See, see Paul had the joy of teaching these people the gospel. Teaching them that, that God is eternal and He's holy and He rules over everything. Because He made it. He then got to teach them the sad reality of their sin and rebellion against that God. And he got to warn them about the judgment that they deserve. Uh, but then 
he got to teach them that the story doesn't end there. 虽然说保罗这样教导，但是却不是故事的结尾。He got to teach them that Jesus, who lived the life that they were supposed to live, also died the death that they deserved. 他教导他们呢，说耶稣呢，呃，就是过了一个真的精彩的生活，而且呢，而不应该用不应该死的方式为我们而死。Bearing the full weight of God's wrath so that their sin could be forgiven. 而且呢，他在背这个埋葬的时候呢，是背负着这个完全的这个神的一个这样子的愤怒，为的就是让所有其他的子民呢得自由。And that they could have a new life in Him because God rose Him from the grave. 那因为耶稣基督从死里复活，所以呢，这些人就能够得到一个新的生命。Paul got to share this gospel with them. 保罗可以跟这一群人分享这个福音。And then. 然后呢 ？He got to watch their eyes light up. 然后呢，还可以看到他们眼睛的这个光呢就发亮了。He got to watch their hearts soften. 他看到这些人的心开始柔软了。And he got to hear people begin to confess their sin and put their faith in Jesus. 然后福音分享之后，他就可以开始听到这些人呢认罪悔改，然后呢接受耶稣。And he got to watch their lives begin to change. 他可以看到这些人的生命因为耶稣而开始改变。Uh, like we read in Acts 17, that there is a greater King, Jesus. 那就像是刚刚使徒行传十七章所说的，还有一个更大的君王，那就是耶稣。And he knows that when Jesus returns. 他也知道，当耶稣再回来的时候 ，These Thessalonians will not cower in fear. 那我们知道，这些铁萨罗尼加的教会的这个弟兄信徒们呢，他们不是懦夫。No, these Thessalonians are going to lift their eyes and say, "The real King has come, and we're going home." 他非常清楚知道，铁萨罗尼加的弟兄姐妹们，他们会抬头，然后说呢，哇，这一位救主来了，我们现在要回天家了。Friends, there is great joy in helping people know. Jesus. 当你帮助人去认识耶稣的时候呢，你会拥有一个极大的喜乐。Well, beyond that, we also see in this passage that there is great joy in helping people follow Jesus. 那不止如此哦，当你在帮助别人来跟随耶稣的这个同时呢，你也会得到这个大喜乐。Paul knew that while great work had begun in this young church, that that work was far from done. 那我们知道呢，一个新兴的教会呢，它是还可以做成很大的一件事情。And Paul wanted to be there to see that happen. 那保罗真的很想要在这样子一个新兴教会里面的目睹这个一切的发生。He he wanted the joy of of counseling a struggling marriage into health. 他甚至呢，希望能够来帮助呢，婚姻可以更健康。He wanted the joy of watching young people grow up to be pillars of the faith. 他也真的希望在教会里面看到年轻人能够在成长当中呢，成为教会的一份这个擎天立柱。And he wanted the joy of watching people fight for faith for decades. 他希望能够有喜乐的站在那里，看到这些信徒呢，接下来这几十年当中呢，不断的为自己的信心来征战。I love the illustration from the Puritan Richard Sibbs in his book *The Bruised Reed*. 那我很喜欢一位清教徒哈，他在他的一本书里面写了一本书，叫做《压伤的芦苇》，然后写了一句话。He said, "The Church of Christ is a common hospital." 其实呢，他就讲到教这个基督的教会就好像是一个普通的医院一样。Wherein all are in some measure sick of some spiritual disease or another. 因为来的人呢，里面都会有某个程度的这个病痛哦，可能是属灵的，可能是身体的。
So all have occasion to exercise the spirit of weakness and uh, wisdom and meekness with each other. See, Paul wanted the joy of watching this church turn into a common hospital. He wanted to watch them turn into a group of people who were both patients and doctors at the same time. Uh, he wanted to watch as one brother would struggle with sin, but that he would never struggle alone. As other brothers would come around him and pray for him and, and apply the good medicine of the gospel to his wounds. He wanted to watch as a sister would fight for depression. But do it while other sisters were surrounding her. Reminding her again and again of all that she has in Christ. And ultimately, he wanted the joy of hearing Jesus one day say, Well done, good and faithful Thessalonian church. Brothers and sisters, there is great joy in helping people follow Jesus. Well, let me encourage you again with, with two brief points of application. First is uh, disciple one another because the reward is joy. This doesn't mean that you as a church have to have some elaborate program. You just need to have a radical attitude. Uh, an attitude that seeks to do spiritual good for the people sitting around you. Uh, let me encourage you, go into this week with, with two agendas. One, look for an opportunity to pray for someone. And then two, look for an opportunity for someone else to pray for you. I remember when I was a freshman in college. After the morning service, one of the elders came up to me. And he asked a normal question. He said, Chris, how can I be praying for you? That made total sense to me. Uh, he, he was an elder. It made sense to me. He's an elder. I'm a, I'm a member. But then he did something really remarkable. He said, Chris, can you also be praying for me? And he shared a brief prayer request with me. 
Friends, that, that small question did immense spiritual good for me. 其实那样子一个很简单的一句话呢，对我的这一个属灵的生命有很大的一个改变。It, it taught me that it's not just the elders that should be discipling the members. 那这个教导了我一件事情，不是长老级的人才可以去门训其他人。It's all of us bearing the weight of discipling one another. 而是我们彼此来担待彼此的重担，然后我们彼此门训彼此。There is great joy in seeking to help each other follow Jesus. 当你不断的想要去帮助人，看见他们来跟随神的时候，你就会得到一个很大的喜乐。So pray for someone. 为别人祷告。And then ask somebody to pray for you. 然后找一个人，你为你祷告。Second point of application would be pursue evangelism. 然后第二个呢，就是你必须要来不断的去传福音。Because the reward is joy. 因为这个奖赏就是喜乐。And particularly as a church, we encourage you to pursue evangelism together. 那特别呢，身为教会的一份子，我们应该要一起来传福音。See, in the church, there's a a really a miraculous thing that happens every Sunday when we gather. 其实你知道，在教会每个星期天我们聚集的时候呢，你就会有一些奇异的事情发生。See, hopefully, whoever's standing behind this pulpit clearly speaks the gospel to the to everyone that's here. 那我们当然希望站讲台的这个牧者呢，他们能够很清楚的针对大家的问题呢讲到。But in the churches where the gospel is actually lived out, and we can actually see it on display. 可是呢，其实教会呢，真正的要活出来的这样的生命，是每一个弟兄姐妹听到去行出来而有的。The gospel is a message of words. 福音呢，就是一个有话语的行动。And we see the gospel on display in the lives of those who believe it. 那我们看到这个福音的呈现呢，就是在一群基督徒的生命当中彰显出来。So we often think of evangelism as an individual task. 那我们知道，有时候想到传福音呢，它其实是个人的一个工作。It certainly is that. 当然是啦。But it's also something that we should be done together. 但同样的，有些时候也是我们要一起去做的事。So let me encourage you. Get to know the non-Christians in each other's lives. So I encourage you, in your own lives, to get to know non-Christians in each other's lives. 那当你这个开始去认，让你的同事也开始来认识耶稣的时候，是一件多么美好的事啊 ！For your church members to be praying for your coworkers as you're seeking to share the gospel at work. 其实，在你工作的时候呢，你也不断的来帮助你旁边的同事，来跟他们分享福音，为他们祷告。There is great joy in helping people know Jesus. 你帮助人去认识耶稣，是一件值得喜乐的事。And that joy is something that we should share together. This joy, we should share together. So bear the burden of evangelism as a church. So we should share together. In the 1500s, there was a relatively obscure pastor. 
在有一个这个十六世纪的一个不名不见名不见经传的牧师哦。His name was Rowland Taylor, and he lived in Hadley, England. 那这一位牧师呢，叫做 Rowland Taylor， 他住在英国的一个小村子里。He never wrote any books. 他没有写过任何的著作。He didn't publish a single sermon in his lifetime. 他的一生呢，也都没有写过什么这样子的一个讲道笔记。But he was a pastor who loved and labored his, for his church. 可是他却是一个爱他自己的教会，而且不断的为教会付出的一位牧者。All the way until his untimely death. 他爱到呢，这个教会爱到他一直到死为止。As the story goes, in February of 1555. 在一五五年的时候的同那一年的二月份。Uh, Taylor was on his way from London to Aldham, both two cities in England. 那这个呃、uh, Taylor 呢，这个牧师呢，他就正在驱车前往从伦敦到这个 Aldham 这个地方。Where he was to be burnt at the stake. 他要他要被载到那个地方呢，开就是要被架在这个柱子上面被烧死。Uh, because he was convicted as a heretic on the orders of Bloody Queen Mary. 那当时的这个君主呢，就是这个玛丽皇后哈，所以玛丽皇后说这位牧师他是一个异教徒，必须要把他烧死。But on his journey from imprisonment in London to his execution in Aldham. 那从这个伦敦要到那个执行的那个村子的那那一趟路上。Taylor asks the his captor. 牧师呢就问这个，就是在他的这个这个长官呢一一一件事。He says, "But Master Sheriff, on our way, shall we not go through Hadley?" 然后他就在这个路路途当中就说，哎，长官呐、啊，我们要去到执行的这个执行场之的时候，我们是不是会经过这个地方啊 ？Yes, said the sheriff. 然后那一个长官就说，对呀、啊，我们会经过。You shall go through Hadley. 然后他说，你一定会经过你刚刚提的那个地名。And then Taylor said. 然后 Taylor 就这么说了。Oh, good Lord, I thank thee. Oh, 主啊，我真的爱你。I shall yet once more, ere I die, see my flock, whom you, Lord, know I have most heartily loved and truly taught. 我真的感谢你，甚至在我死之前，我还有幸可以亲眼看到一群你所爱的这些教会的子民。Good Lord, bless them and keep them steadfast in your word. 主啊，真的是祝福这一群教会的人，让他们能够坚守在你的爱中。See, on his way to an excruciating death, Roland Taylor found joy. 这个 Taylor 牧师呢，在从伦敦要到执行的这个执行场的时候呢，他却找到了一个大喜乐。It certainly wasn't joy in his circumstances. 当然，在他当时的处境，并不是一件令人欢喜的时刻。No, it was joy in seeing fellow Christians. His happiness was because he could see his brothers who he had labored for. He found joy in seeing them walking firmly in the faith. Even when he saw these brothers steadfast in their faith, he found joy in knowing that they were still fighting sin. He even saw these brothers. 弟弟兄姐妹们不断的为信心在呃这个征战的时候，他找到了喜乐。That they were working hard to follow Jesus and love each other. 他们极力的呢来见耶稣，然后呢彼此相爱，这样子让这位 Taylor 牧师喜乐。Friends, pursuing true Christian fellowship is not easy. 
我们要知道，追求一个真诚的这个团聚，并不是一件容易的事。But it is truly worth it. 可是真的是值得的事。Because in true Christian fellowship. 因为在真实的一个真正的这个属神的一个基督徒的团契当中 ，There is great joy. 你可以找到最大的喜乐。Let's pray that God would give us the grace to do the same. 我们一起祷告，让上帝给我们恩典来做这件事。Almighty God, we praise you as the God who first loved us. 全能神，我们感谢你，因为你先爱我们。And we ask that you would give us the grace to love each other. 我们也真的祷告，你能够给我们去爱别人的恩典。God, I pray that you would give City City Light Community Church the grace to persevere in pursuing Christian fellowship. 所以，我也真的是为城市之光教会弟兄姐妹来祷告，让我们能够坚韧，然后一同来追求从神来的团聚。God, I pray that this church will be a place where genuine love and growth in Christ are seen. 所以，我也祷告这个教会呢，能够在主里面呢，让人家看见我们真诚的爱。And God, I pray that this church would be Persistent in helping each other follow Jesus. 也祷告这个教会能够持续不断的继续帮助别人来跟随耶稣。All the way until Jesus returns. 一直帮助到耶稣基督再来为止。And it's in Jesus' name we pray. 我们这样祷告，奉主的名求。Amen. Amen.